Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Make some memories. Don't forget to look at your buy box. Do your daily discipline and write some great offers if you find some great deals. Saturdays are fun for me because at 8 o'clock we will do a live Q&A with all of you. We will do that right from my YouTube studio. And then at 9 o'clock we're going to do a deep dive on how to find deals, find sellers who have equity or pre-foreclosures or all of that stuff with a powerful tool or application called PropStream. So that should be a lot of fun for all of us uh, to dig in and see what's going on. Why don't we talk about what's going on in the housing market? Lots of housing data is coming together after National Association of Realtors August report on July data. First and foremost, looks like San Diego, California. San Diego, California actually crashed harder or faster than even Las Vegas. Las Vegas, if you remember, we talked to Brian Lebo. Transactions crashed 38.5% in one month. Well, folks, San Diego said, ah, we will one-up that. San Diego transactions went down 41%. 41%. That's that's pretty bad for one month. So, again, we're going to be watching these transactions. Housing is clearly slowing down. The transaction crash we have been talking about is here. Very few people can argue it, although some people try. Uh, Again, it is not yet nationwide. I know there are some very hot markets out there. But without question, we've already gone from 6.9 million to 4 point, call it 4.8. So we're down almost 2 million transactions already. And I think it gets worse from here. Next up, uh, I didn't write it down here, but it looks like Craigslist is trying to sell their San Francisco office tower. You and I have talked about San Francisco a couple of times. Uh, Their local government has made some executive decisions that have driven away companies. Uh, Craigslist office building is now 78% vacant, and they just lowered the asking price 40%. 40%. Folks, there are office buildings that are going to go back to the bank. You can't have office buildings 32% occupied with debt that don't go back to the bank. There are loan covenants out of whack right now. There will be foreclosures. Uh, the local governments made decisions the last couple of years and companies said, no, thank you. We will go somewhere else. I don't know why people are surprised by this. You kind of got what you wanted. Congratulations. You didn't want tech in San Francisco, so they left. Now you are where you are, San Francisco. Uh, Next up, let's talk about builder gross margin. There's a lot of channels on YouTube talking about builders, trying to make you feel like builders are going to go out of business. 
oh my God, builder discounts, builder incentives, builder this, builder that. Did you know? Did you know? As of Q2, the public builders, right? The ones that you and I can go look at their earnings reports. Public builders' gross margin was a record, record, 28.1%. So simple math. If the house was selling for 400 grand, more than $100,000 of that house was profit. So I ask you, if a builder on a $400,000 house has to give away 15%, do they go bankrupt? The simple answer is, of course not. Of course not. Instead of making 28.1% record profits, they'll make 11 or 12%. Folks, builders are just like Walmart and Target. What did Walmart and Target do? Well, their purchasing department double and triple ordered stuff. That stuff was stuck on cargo ships for a long time. It eventually gets unpacked at the same time, and now they have too much stuff. So Walmart and Target discount aggressively. Builders are doing the same thing. What happens next? Well, what did Walmart and Target do? They canceled orders. They slowed down. They're burning off inventory. Builders will do the same thing. Builders, again, had record profits at the end of Q2, 28.1%. They, will, they are discounting left and right incentives, rate buy-downs, because they have margin to play with. They are trying to build their cash coffers so they can go forward. Remember, folks, builders did this in 2018. They essentially stopped building for two years. They'll do it again. This is, this is just the business cycle. Everybody talking about record single-family home inventory and all of that, it is going to be drawn out and delayed. They're going to cancel options on land. It's not going to be that big a deal. Builders will survive just fine. Uh, John Burns. John Burns put out some data. Again, John Burns Real Estate Consulting is a great follow on Twitter. Uh, John Burns just put out some numbers. 73% of all residential mortgages are below 4%. Basically saying that is a great reason not to move. Folks, when I say the Fed broke housing, I should clean that up a little bit. I've seen some comments, so let me clean it up. When I say the Fed broke housing, I am not, not talking about what has just happened. The fact that they raised the Fed funds rate 75 twice and mortgage rates went to 6% for a minute. That is not what I mean by the Fed broke housing. I mean the Fed broke housing two and a half years ago. When the Fed started buying mortgage-backed securities, when the Fed drove 30-year loans to under 3% and they kept them there, they kept them there. That is when the Fed broke housing. We are just now feeling the ramifications of the Fed broke housing. 
The Fed has disrupted the normal order of home buying. First time home buyer, move up buyer, luxury or retirement. That is all out of whack. We have all of these first time home buyers with, you know, 73% of them below 4%. They're not going to move. It's going to take multiple life events for people to move up. So I want to be clear. When I say the Fed broke housing, it's not about what they're doing today. It's what they did two or three years ago. That's when they broke it. You and I are just feeling it right now. And then lastly, the housing crash is faster than 08. There's a lot of people that want to compare this to 08 to today. So let's look at the numbers. We brought to you this week, we did 6.9 million uh, units uh, last year. We are now at 4.8, right? I'm sorry, we did six, if we just did single family, 6.6 million. Now we're at 4.8. That's a drop of 1.7 million units. We dropped 1.7 million units in six months. Six months. In 2008, the fastest decline we had of 1.7 million units was nine months. Nine months. Again, what I'm telling you here is the Fed broke housing. The Fed has created uh, created artificial demand. They pulled forward demand. Now it's just the, the, the supply demand dynamics is all out of whack and will be out of whack for years to come. This is going to be two, three, four years of less transactions. Compass, Realtor.com, Zillow, any real estate brokerage, you have to be ready for years of sub 5 million home transactions. We are not going back to 6, 6, 5, 6, 9. It's not happening anytime soon. So again, that's what I mean by this. A couple other things to note. What do I got here for you? Um, Warren Buffett has been given permission to buy 50% of Occidental Petroleum. Doesn't seem like, it seems like he's going to uh, up his position. I think he's currently at 20%. He now can go to 50%. Bed, Bath & Beyond, kind of exactly what I warned you folks on the week or earlier in the week. You are going to get rug pulled. Shocking. You got rug pulled. Hopefully you were not on margin. Hopefully you weren't on margin. Second largest movie theater is on the death's door, meaning bankruptcy. Folks, we are going to start to see companies who are zombies, who can't raise debt, that go bankrupt. Bankruptcy is part of the capitalist system. We shouldn't just keep giving people debt and loading them up. Let them clean up the balance sheet. Let them come out stronger. All of that. Inflation. I saw an interesting article that, hey, if inflation is zero, for the next five months, headline CPI will still be over 6%. That's pretty crazy to think about. Uh, what else do we got? Foreclosure activity. Foreclosure activity down 4% month on month. People are talking about foreclosures going up. Foreclosures went down 4% in July. They are up 143% year on year, but they're still talking 30,000 foreclosures. That's nothing. We were doing 2 million a month uh, back in the day. 
then the last thing, let's talk about housing 2023. There's two things that I'm looking at, and I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. If you if you want to tell me what you think, I would love to hear from you. There are two things that I'm following. One is interest rates. Ah, that's what you do this live. Eight, six, or four. So the first thing when I think about real estate 2023 that I don't know the answer to is where is the 30-year rate going to be? Because as I sit here today at the end of August, it could be at 6%, could be at 4 could be at 8 I think there are different outcomes. I think if for some reason the economy goes into a recession, the Fed has to pivot, and we get mortgage rates at 4%, I think the market does okay. I think if interest rates stay at 6%, which is rough and tough where we are today, I think the market kind of, it's just blah, it's slow, it's its broken, right? It's, it's kind of clunky. If rates go to 8%, whew, transactions could get whacked in half again. So that's the first thing. When I think about housing, the housing market 2023, I think there are different answers. I think you could have home appreciation if interest rates are 4%. There is no chance you have home appreciation if it's at 8%, right? You see the difference? The next thing I'm looking at is inventory. Right. So inventory. Do we ever get back to more than two million? Two million, you know, it was kind of 2018, 2019 levels. Today, we're about one point three. Do we get back to two million? Do we stay at one point three or do we fall? If you've been watching my channel the last week or so, you know that I think there's a chance that as we roll into uh, fall in winter, Inventory goes down. Inventory goes down. What will that do to housing? So again, there's a lot of things going on in the market. I don't know what's going to happen in 2023. I do know that just given the year-on-year numbers that we just finished, I think 10.2, we will still be positive for the year as we finish up. But I do not know what happens next year. I'm, I'm looking at rates and inventory. It's kind of wild out there. So again, folks, remember, these are all national numbers. They should mean nothing to you. You should have a buy box. You should look at your buy box every day. That's what's important. That's what I'm doing. That's what you should be doing. Take care of yourself. Remember, we'll do a live Q&A here at 8 a.m. Pacific. I hope to see you there. Your questions, my answers. Let's have some fun. Have a wonderful weekend. This is Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Don't forget the amazing book. Leave me a five-star review on Amazon. That would be great. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.